0: Welcome to the Bank First Ranger Hour. Supertalk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Bank First Ranger Hour. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby.
1: Hey, people. How we doing on this Thursday morning? It is August 17 in the year 2023, moving through that middle portion of the month. Uh, getting all over kids and uh, whether they're you know preschool or these college kids we'll be talking about with nwcc i'm sorry i called them kids young adults whatever you want to get into we've got the school going on we've got all that happening and and moving towards some football the bank first ranger hour the discussion will go uh, around first of all the northwest ranger band and their leader tim garrett and when we're done there women's soccer, and Coach James Beatty will join us. So we have uh, those two gentlemen on the show today. Uh, we will break things down for you in the music world first, and then in the women's soccer world, where they're already ranked as high as number three in the country, getting ready to get their season started here in the next couple of days. So at the end of the show, we have other things that we'll need to discuss involving Northwest Community College. I'll remind you of uh, a few things, including the golf tournament, which comes up to help out with the 2 Plus 2 scholarship, which helps students in DeSoto County there getting their two-year degree at Northwest and then finishing with two more years with Ole Miss there at the DeSoto campus. And so we'll talk about that. We'll have some other things to get into in the rest of the day and tomorrow's program as well. So we are off, we are running, and let's go ahead and get into it. A couple of discussions to get into today as uh, you know, classes started this week, the full Ranger week. We had Michaela on last week to kind of tell us and lead us through some of the things that will be going on all week long, big things on the campus all around, a lot of activity with the, the students, and then afterwards with what's going on, it's going to lead us into Monday of next week, which will be Meet the Rangers at Bobby Franklin Field on Monday night, Put that on your calendar if you want to meet some of these players and coaches that we talk about on this program. Monday night is the place, Bobby Franklin Field, to do that. And you can go find out that information and more at NWCCRangers.com. And anytime we tell you anything academically or we're talking about other things, it's NorthwestMS.edu. And of course, we've got the Heindel Center. Great performance and a great crowd made its way to Sinatobia to see the Oak Ridge Boys on Sunday. Next up, it is Queen One Vision. We'll be talking about that more in next week's program. Well, we'll speak on it today as well. Let's take a break. We'll talk Northwest Ranger bands with their leader, Tim Garrett, next.
0: This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College and powered by Bank First. Thanks for joining us on the Bank First Ranger Hour. Join the conversation now by texting 662-426-1093. Tim
1: Garrett is the director of bands at Northwest Community College, year number Two. I told him on the phone that I snuck in last week. I didn't bother anybody, but got a, a chance to look at the building and listen to a little bit of his band perform. How you doing, sir?
2: I'm great. How are you doing this morning, Gary?
1: Good. I didn't want to. I didn't want to rock the boat, shake anything up. You were you were taking care of business and and working on things. But let me tell you, I want to start with this. The building itself, right, The I went into the, the theater and, and the drum line was there, and so yes, I might have hung out a little bit more there, Tim, than coming around to hear the horns <laughs> That's all right. and things, uh, but what a building you guys have to work in.
2: Look, Gary, this thing is, I mean, immaculate is the word, and I have been in every four-year university in this state and I don't think anything touches this place like I think we have the very best facility bar none in the whole state
1: and you have the opportunity there with classrooms and the different things I mean you can get them there and 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 really hands-on and work better I can tell you people if you haven't been in the building you need to get to the Heindel Center I know you just heard the upcoming uh queen one version that's coming up on the 26th but there are lots of great things going on uh there in in the music and arts world at northwest take us back through that first year of leading the ranger band you know we talked to you when you got started and and some of the thoughts of of how you might want to do this now you're a year plus into it can you kind of take us back was it what you wanted and 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 moving forward what do you think
2: man i think it was a great year. Um when you When you transition into a new position, of course, you're feeling out the situation the whole time, and so I didn't really change much or rock the boat. I let things stay on cruise control last year uh for comfortability for people in the program and staff in the program, et cetera and so I just kind of took notes all year to make to, to see what worked and what didn't work, what we could improve upon and be a little more efficient and effective with and so we've done a couple of different things you know with scheduling and otherwise. To try to make things easier on everybody and, and have a smooth uh, smooth time this year, um, I really enjoyed the transition last year. I know we just talked about the transition of leaving the old building, mm-hmm. which was you know from the 60s or 70s, and moving into this building in the middle of the year. Um, that was probably the the best part of the year for me.
1: Tim, as as you talk about you know the transition and doing things, a lot of people. I mean, they know that football is practicing and other sports are practicing, and and they do know that the bands are working and doing their their things too. You guys just went through camp yourself. Very rigorous, obviously. You, just like the the sports teams, had to worry about the the high temps. You're going to have to worry about that again. Can you kind of roll us through the camp and what it's been like taking care of your students as well as getting ready to perform in the fall?
2: Right. Uh, you know, last week the heat was really rough, and in the past they had done two weeks straight of camp. We trimmed that down to about three days this year because we felt like there was a lot of uh, dead time that was in there, and so we made sure to make sure that when we went outside it was either later in the day or or pretty early in the morning. Uh, one day, you know, we got to about 1130, and, and that was about the max, uh, but making sure that they stay hydrated with clear liquids and Minimizing their time outside to only when we absolutely had to be outside, you know, doing stuff in the direct sun last week, and then of course this week classes start and it's 81 yesterday and today. I mean, <laughs> in the in the day before it was it's been perfect weather. So, um, I think you know, doing a good job, watching that forecast and just using some good common sense and for safety concerns has has
1: been helpful for us for moms and dads of high school band students that might be listening to us right now, or if there's a prospective student or whatever that's tuned in here on 93.7, at this point as we speak, you're close to 920, what kind of scholarship work and, and, and monies and things can a band member get?
2: Typically, we, you know, we look at their ACT score first, um, and then there's a presidential award for that, but after we look at that, if they get any money for that, what we try to do is come in, and let's say, backfill what they owe on their tuition room and board so we try to take care of our students so that if they're coming to do a service for the college which they are um, we would like to make sure that they are taken care of the right way and so that they don't have any tuition room and board costs for themselves.
1: Tim Garrett's on with us he's director of bands at NWCC so as we head into this fall season how many members do we have?
2: We're right at 180, which is a great number for us.
1: Is that uh, how how much uh, how many more students than last year? And 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 maybe can you can you break it down? Does that also include auxiliary? And yeah, that's, and that's if, everything. That's everything. Okay. And so, how much larger of a group is it than a year ago?
2: Uh, let's say 40 to 45, give or take, you know, one or two here or there but it's a it's a fantastic increase um, I think we're looking at either the largest or maybe the second largest group in school history which is outstanding
1: yes um, so so with that uh, what is the reasoning for for the extra was that a director of bands wanting that is that you know more students now what what what's the deal
2: well we always want more <laughs> uh, you know you'd like you know we'd love to roll 300 out but You know, sometimes that's just not possible. I think a lot of what's going on is, you know, we hosted a a pre-fest for high school bands in the spring so that all these local bands in our zone could come in, and they walked in, and they got to warm up in the new, brand-new facility, and then they got to perform on the stage in the brand-new facility. So I really think the building is a draw, and the way we spoke to students about coming to campus was, you know, they didn't build this for us, for current students, they built it to draw in you guys that are current high school students, so you had something to look forward to when you got here, so that they could see that Northwest was invested in not just current students, but prospective students as well.
1: Great, great comment there, and and again, to those listening, please try and take a chance uh, to look at this building somehow, some way. I heard a little bit uh, of the performance and the different things going on, so I kind of have an idea. Of, of the music you're going to play. And I know you don't want to give away everything, but what style will we see on game day?
2: Well, we're trying to do something that is a little different than everyone else in the area is doing, so that people can recognize, um, instantly recognize, the band at Northwest uh, as something they remember, something that's enjoyable, and something where we are being, uh, let's say, a trendsetter. And so you'll hear some older stuff, and you'll hear some very modern stuff. Uh, You know, we're calling the show Above and Beyond, and so it's loosely based on, you know, air or space kind of themes. And so you'll hear some things that are older, uh, and then you'll hear some things, like I said, that are very new and very modern. And how we're going to achieve this is there's a track that plays with us, that kind of drives what's going on. and We're putting all this together today, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but uh, there's a track that plays, and the track comes in, and you'll actually hear like, the actual music from some of the stuff we're doing, vocal, you know, the singing and everything going on, and then we kind of add in and take over when we enter a more traditional style. But it's track-driven so that I don't know many around here that are doing that. Um, and so I can say the best thing would be come out and watch and listen, and then you'll have an idea immediately of of how that's going to flow. So, you know, you'll hear everything in a band setting, but you'll also hear, like if you were to turn on the radio, you would hear some of this stuff. So it's kind of a combination. And like I said, no one around is really doing this, so we wanted to do something a little different that would would be an attention getter.
1: How long did it take you to game plan this, so to speak, if I can use that word, that that you came Um, up with?
2: I would, you know, probably a month and a half back and forth with uh, some of the staff members and, and the person that writes the music for us.
1: Excellent. All right, Tim, I know that Monday is Meet the Rangers Day. They'll get that first look. I know you've got a fresh look for the for the group as well, right? New unis?
2: Yeah, they bought new uniforms for us as well, which is great. Like They they look completely different than what we had. Like There's a lot of red in the uniform, so I feel like the red will really pop, and it really says Northwest to me when you
1: see the red. Excellent. Last thing before I let you go, your your last comments on your group and what you'd like to say or for the people to know about the upcoming Ranger Band season.
2: Look, man, these kids have been awesome. They have great attitudes and great work ethic, and that always translates into a better performance. Like they will be absolutely better than what we saw and heard last year.
1: I, I know now that that classes. And I, I I did that, and now something hit me. Right, you you have them now in classwork. And then get them. When, when will you get them now? Is it later in the day to continue to work?
2: Yes, we, our class periods 3 to 5 every afternoon.
1: Gotcha. So you'll be working and, and getting things done. And, and for you people out there, the first look at them will be on Monday at Meet the Rangers. Tim, always a pleasure talking with you. Next time, I'll, I'll try not to, bo- you know, I, I will bother you next time, actually, is what I going to say. Come I, in I, and
2: visit. <laughs> I always welcome.
1: You. Thank you very much for being with us. You're welcome, Gary. Thank you. Tim Garrett is with us. He is the Director of Bands at Northwest Community College. I think you're going to like what you hear, too. I did get a little sneak peek, kind of just kind of hung out in the hall, tried not to, you know, have you know the, the, the members see me, uh, and then long listened to the, the drum line as well uh, as they were warming up and doing some things and just kind of sat back and took took that in. And again, a visit to the Heindel Center, which was tremendous. And so I encourage you guys maybe to do that. And if you're in and around that Cynatopia area on Monday, again, meet the Rangers. will happen at Bobby Franklin Field. You can meet all of the athletic teams that uh, you want to see. And you can meet our coaches that we've been talking with and Mr. Garrett and the Northwest Ranger Band. They'll be there as well. It is now 9.26, so we pause, we come back, and we're going to talk women's soccer. They made it to the Final Four in NJCAA Division II play last year. What's on tap? We'll talk with Coach Beatty next.
0: Thanks for listening to the Bank First Ranger Hour, your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College on Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 and streaming live at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Bank First Ranger Hour.
1: Please do. And later in the day, let's just say you might have missed the first half of the program. This will be up in podcast form anywhere you get those podcasts along the old social media world so you can check it out a little bit later on good stuff with Tim Garrett director of bands on the northwest campus now we go to women's soccer and our friend and head coach James Beattie is back with us coach how you doing
3: I'm good how are
1: you good man getting ready for a season I see is you've already got a couple of exhibition games we'll get into that we'll talk about the upcoming schedule for a team that checks in number three in the preseason NJCAA division two rankings number four in another one but we'll call you number three because uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stay with there and you you made it to the final four. Uh, get got that first tournament appearance. Made it to the last four a season ago. Can you kind of reflect? I mean, here you are. You have taken this program over. Got a winning record. Did this. Did that. And now, boy, what a great season a year ago!
3: Yeah, it was a great season. It was. It was a really good group. Um, and I think the culture, the culture of last year kind of started off the culture of this year, which always helps. I think we're now in a position where the programs fairly established and you know, we're we're known nationwide like the ex- the games that we've got coming up this weekend, probably two or three years ago we wouldn't have scheduled them because the other teams wouldn't know who we were. Um so now we're we're obviously kinda of starting to get national rec- recognition which is always good because, you know, we're putting a lot of work in. Um but yeah, reflecting on it it was a really good season. Um the team only conceded 11 goals all year, um, so defensively we were really strong, um, and then obviously we fell in the, the national semifinal to Phoenix College, who then went on to win uh, the national championship, so hopefully we're we're repeating the feat this year and just taking it one step further.
1: You had four of your players that signed with Division One soccer <coughs> programs, and, and that yep. too is a head coach. Yeah, now you're trying to fill those spots, but that has to be something you're proud of as well.
3: Yeah, and and that's when I took over the program three years ago. That was that was a kind of a tradition that we wanted to start. Was you know you're coming in to essentially get out to to a Division One or a top Division Two program, um, and the players that, that I think the thing that fills me with the most pride is they're now going and they're playing at these programs. Like Melinda is playing a lot at. Uh, University of Arkansas at Little Rock and um, Jenny are playing um, at UT Martin as well so it's not just we're sending players to Division One; they're actually going in and impacting at the Division One level so super proud as a coach and I think it's going to be a tradition here on out we probably have around six or seven that could follow follow suit this this year.
1: Wow six or seven so I, I guess the success breeds success and now it's it's kind of you're not building, are you just kind of reloading a little bit, so to speak, with this roster? Uh,
3: it's still building. <laughs> <laughs> it's still building. Um I would say the standard of player that we're getting in is probably a lot higher um with the starting baseline to what we've had before. Um but again, I think that just comes with, you know, the kind of the programme is, is starting to kind of get national attention and when I first got the job it was more we were seeking a lot of players and now it's more like players are starting to seek us um, within reason obviously but we're starting to kind of, it's the reverse of the recruiting, the recruiting strategy. Like now it's kind of like we need to make sure we've hit on the right players um, before it was kind of like how can we just kind of build up the roster and make us competitive.
1: Coach, uh, you know, as I've watched your rosters before, and rightly so, DeSoto County had put out tremendous talent over the past few years, but I am uh-huh. seeing names of, you know, Tupelo, Starkville, Oxford, you know, Salpanola. I'm seeing other schools now on that roster as well. Has Mississippi high school-wise started to catch up a little bit and produce some better players for you? I mean, Obviously so, you have them on the roster.
3: Yeah, I think yeah. I mean, I think Mississippi's got a lot of talented players. Soccer's just not as developed as probably what it is within other states. But the thing that I'm starting to see is is when we're giving players the platform to come in, develop, work on their craft, they're jumping up five or six levels um, because the baseline isn't as high as probably a kid that's coming out of Tennessee or a kid that's coming out of Texas. But the growth of the Mississippi kids within the junior college system within the two years that we have them. I'm starting to see a lot of players that two years ago, you know, wouldn't wouldn't be able to do half of the things that they're doing right now in regards to technical and tactical play.
1: You mentioned the the goalkeeping a season ago. What do you have in the net for this year?
3: We have AK Harrells, um our keeper this year. We've also got Abby close as well to challenge her, but AK's from Tupelo and she's She's probably one of the strongest keepers that I've seen um, in in the state since I've since I've been here. The the eight the eight years I've been here, she's probably one of, if not the strongest goalkeeper I've seen. So she's going to be a big part of what we do um, moving forward in the next two years. Having her is, is huge.
1: Coach, you've had a, a couple of exhibition games, Arkansas State and Delta State. What did you see?
3: Yep, uh, I seen. Well, we <clears throat> that you know these exhibition games are. We're trying to try different formations. We're trying to see different kids in different positions. Obviously, playing against Arkansas State, they're a top Division One school that make the NCAAs um, most seasons. The first half, we learned a lot of lessons. The second half, we tied 0-0 with them. So we went toe-to-toe with the Division One school for 45 minutes and seen a lot of positive stuff. The Delaware State game was a little bit different. We were up 2-0 after 10 minutes. Um, and then again, we kind of switched formation, we switched some players just to see things um preparation for the trip to St Louis this weekend. Um, the game ended up finishing four three. We got beat four 3 but again lots of positives we can take from from the from both games. And I mean we're competing against a top division two school and a top division one school and this is the environment that we want to be in. We don't wanna, you know, roll off and beat someone sixteen now, seventeen now, thirteen 0 you know, I don't know how much we're getting out of that. Right. Um, I would rather compete against the top, and then as well, it helps us for our players to realise where they are uh, in regards to standards at that level.
1: I guess it was more about you know working in rotations and working in you know different players in different spots, as you said, more than just wins and losses. Correct.
3: Yeah, at this point, like I mean, we we went up to zero after ten minutes against Delta State, and then we subbed eight for eight, so we mm. subbed eight on for eight off. It's just looking at different rotations, looking at formations. Some of them are working, some of them aren't. Some of them potentially will take a little bit longer than we anticipated. I think this weekend is going to be interesting when we actually play against you know competition that we're going to compete against on the national level. Like we're going up to St. Louis and. We're, we're obviously ranked number three in the nation right now, and South Suburban are ranked 12th in the nation. So these are the games that we'll be able to really tell where we're at. The, um, the Arkansas State and Delta State is more to figure out some things and also showcase our players to that, that level.
1: So do you think you're, you're, your team is ready and, and going? Because Saturday at four, I guess you have to be right against Jefferson College. Yeah. But, but, but are you where you want to be at this point in time?
3: Uh, I tell you what, I'll call you back Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I think, I think, joking aside, I think, yeah, I think we're ready. I think, I think we um, we're going in in a better position than we've went in in any season past. Um, but you know, we're playing we're playing a really tough schedule. I would argue it's probably the toughest schedule in the nation. Like we're playing. We're playing four nationally ranked teams before we play anyone in our conference. And then within our conference right now, there's four nationally ranked teams. So in theory, we'll play eight nationally ranked teams before the state and national championship, um, which is kind of unheard of. Um, And then obviously playing the games against Arkansas State and Delta State. And then we've got one more against CBU. We're going to go up and play CBU as well. So that's in our Division II school. So I think it's just a matter of, you know, just taking it game by game, but I think we're ready. I think I think we're in a good space, and um, like what I say, I'll give you a call Sunday. <laughs>
1: uh, I know you have you know some volunteer assistance and other things as well, but can you speak? And I did this with Coach Burchett when she got a full time assistant coach as well, and Brandon Boran, what he means in helping you with this program.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. Coach is, we call him BB. Coach BB is huge for our program. He's someone that is. Giving a hundred percent each day to the girls. Giving a hundred percent each day to me. Uh, he's someone that wants to learn. He's you know he's not this vet you know fifty years of, or fifteen years of coaching experience. He's relatively new to it, um, but he's a sponge. He wants to learn. He wants to get better. I think as well the thing that as good as we are so polar opposite in terms of personality and coaching style. Like um, I'm an actual psychopath like I can't stop thinking about soccer it's crazy like I just I I rarely switch off and I'm always thinking about how we can get better and sometimes it's good but sometimes it's just a little bit too intense and he's on the more mellow side of we'll just you know take it day by day and um, you know I'm thinking what are we going to be doing October 15th right now which is absolutely <laughs> intense so it's good that we've kind of got that yin to yang and I think as well it balances well for the girls um, especially at different points in the season. Like within you know within different points of the season there's gonna be need for the mellow, let's relax, let's chill out, let's not take it too serious, and then there'll be points where it's my turn to go to go crazy. So <laughs> I think it's just that yin to yang, I think we balance each other out really well and he's gonna be a big part of what we do this year and he's been a big part like we've kinda already got the blueprint for our team for twenty twenty four, so for next fall. So um he's gonna be a big part of, of that group moving forward as well. Again, like we're just we're kinda trying to get as far ahead as possible um in regards to all aspects of running the soccer program.
1: And for those of you listening to the program, I follow Coach james on on social media and even your quote vacations when you go across the pond there was even soccer there wasn't there <laughs>
3: oh yeah no i i do not switch off i'm telling you it's uh you can ask my wife she'll tell you i'm i'm literally a psychopath when it comes to i am yeah like it, <laughs> if i'm on vacation with my family i'm literally typing in where the, the closest soccer field is to see if i can go and see any hidden gems or just make connections for the future i'm I'm always kind of trying to think you know what could help maybe not right now short term but what could help here in years to come
1: well good luck this weekend and i'll be looking for that phone call somewhere on sunday night (laughs) yeah yeah
3: It, it, it will either be really positive or it will be a text message so if you get a text you know you know what you know what's happening
1: i understand coach thanks for your time this morning
3: thank you have a great day
1: Coach James Beatty, I always love the conversations with him. Uh, he's, he's honest. He's open. He tells you about his program. He tells you what he wants. He expects that women's soccer program to do what they did last year. And that was not only make the NJCAA national tournament for Division Two, but it was to be there in that Final Four, losing to the eventual national champions in their final match. Uh, a team that gave up only 11 goals all season. But as he mentioned, he's challenged them already with the exhibitions. He's getting to play some teams he might not otherwise would, including another nationally ranked team coming up this weekend in St. Louis. Jefferson College will be their first opponent on Saturday at 4, and then Sunday at 2, number 12, South Suburban College in St. Louis. They'll go to Hot Springs on the 23rd, on Wednesday, before we do another one of these programs. And so we'll have three matches to discuss. Then, as he mentioned, they'll actually do an exhibition game one week from today against CBU in Memphis. The first time you will see them in Sinatobia will be on Sunday, September 10th, uh, when they take on Mineral Area College. They're in Sinatobia and a great facility that's been built for them as well. All of the home matches uh, will be on Ranger TV as well. So with that, and I didn't get into it with him, and we have done this with, with so many of the different coaches, not only were they good on the pitch last season, but they, along with many Northwest athletes, were good in the classroom. 80 Ranger athletes picked up in JCAA All-Academic Selections. They had seventy-seven the year before, and they moved it to eighty. In fact, they had the most NJCAA All-American nods of any Mississippi community college or Region Twenty-Three school, for that matter. They were six ahead of Gulf Coast, Uh, Colen, Southwest, East Central. All had a good number, but Northwest at eighty had the most. Now, while no Northwest team earned All-Academic Team of the Year, the Ranger baseball team was second in the nation. With a 3.73 GPA, only Paris out of Texas finished higher with a baseball GPA, 3.88. Northwest, again, 3.73 for Coach Carson's group. Uh, The football team, uh, one of only two NJCAA programs uh, out of Mississippi to have a 3-point GPA or greater. And, of course, they were in the final group again playing for a national championship Uh, and then if you go and and you see coach Beatty's program uh, the women's soccer squad top 10 nationally with a 3.59 GPA but in the top five in the country and playing in the final four softball had a 3.67 men's tennis 3.46 volleyball 3.46 we talked about that With Coach Burchett, women's tennis 3.32 and women's basketball 3.18 all had three-point GPAs as a team or higher. Kudos to that and kudos to the academic people that helped them, plus their coaches and the men and women that are playing those sports that are doing what they do on the field and in the classroom. We'll come back and finish up the program right after this.
0: Vision of
2: Queen. you gonna take
1: me home tonight. Mark Martell brings their hits to life in a special tribute performance at the Heindel Center in Senatobia on Saturday, August 26th at 7.30 p.m. She's a queen. One Vision of Queen featuring Mark Martell at the Heindel Center at Northwest feet. in Senatobia. For tickets, go to heindelcenter.org. Box is open Monday through Friday, 1 to 4.30 p.m. Or call 662-562-3478.
0: We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Bank First Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you. And you can join the conversation by texting to 662-426-1093.
1: All right, good show today as we talked most recently with the head coach of the women's soccer team, number three in the country, James Beatty. And then... Around 9.15 this morning, we had the opportunity to talk with the Ranger Director of Bands, Tim Garrett. And again, podcast form coming up later on today. Anywhere you get that podcast, you can find the Bank First Ranger Hour. Look for that and listen in case you missed anything along the way. Volleyball for Northwest, their season actually begins 10 minutes from now. They're in Pensacola, Florida at the Pensacola State Tournament. They will take on the host team at 10, and then at noon, Coastal Alabama East. They'll be there tomorrow, taking on Enterprise State and Santa Fe College. So four matches for the volleyball program, getting their season underway at 10 this morning. And you can go to nwccrangers.com, and you can find the schedule, and you can actually see a watch button. You can put your eyes on volleyball in the Northwest season, again, right at 10 minutes from now. And the first match at home for the volleyball program, the Region 23 champs from a season ago, uh, will be Wednesday of next week against Rust College. They get Rust and Millsaps along with Champion Christian College. They'll actually play three matches Wednesday in Sinatobia there in Howard Coliseum. So you get to do that before they get back out on the road again so actually before we do a show next week volleyball will have had seven matches under their belts and into the season and we'll we'll see how that goes but it all starts today 10 o'clock in Pensacola Florida as I mentioned we have the annual 2 plus 2 golf tournament coming up to help out the NWCC Foundation Northeast Central Electric Cooperative is always a big part of that, as well as others along the way. And the golf tournament will be September 28th at Cherokee Valley. there in Island Branch. Uh, Lunch is served. Uh, You get other things throughout with a tee off at 1. But the money raised through this tournament, and I know in September, when we get a little bit closer, we'll talk about it more with someone, but money raised, fund scholarships for students that attend the DeSoto campus, and the 2 Plus 2 program, allowing students to get your associate's degree at Northwest and a bachelor's degree from Ole Miss, all at the DeSoto Center. So I, I think there's limited space for teams. If you want to be involved, most people do this every year and are locked in and, and and ready to play golf and support this. But we encourage you to do so, and you can get in touch With a lot of people at the foundation and so all i'm going to do is go find the foundation office number or you can go to northwestms.edu and find out more uh this program is done you know midday's next with gerard you get our friend mr azar in a mississippi minute rebecca turner good things and finish up with sports talk mississippi all today on supertalks home 93.7 i'm done for the day thanks for the bank first ranger hour so long